Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hey, my name is Nigel Hammer, right over there with a special guest on the WIBC hotline. Representative Jim Banks from Indiana's 3rd District joins us. And Congressman, Speaker of the House, you guys finally got it. You pushed it through, and it was a unanimous vote today. Take us through the whole process here. Oh, well, what a wild ride over the last three weeks. (laughs) Uh, We finally got our act together. We elected Mike Johnson to be the Speaker of the House. Really someone that everybody likes in the Republican conference. Maybe we should have started with that. But that's what we ended up with after three weeks of going through a lot of other names along the way. Mike Johnson is a is a very good man. I came to Congress with him in 2017. I've known him for many years before that. I'm very committed and grounded in his faith. He has incredible integrity. And at the end of the day, this is this is why he uh, is this, the, the most unlikely uh, person to become to take the gavel and become the Speaker of the House. But the reason why is because everybody trusts him. We had a breakdown of trust in the Republican leadership uh, between members from different factions. And, you know, we only have a four seat Republican majority, but Mike Johnson is that rare guy because of his integrity, a nice guy that everybody likes enough and trusts enough to make him the speaker of the house. And I'm, I'm really proud of him um, and happy for him uh, today to become the highest ranking Republican in the country and second in line to be president of the United States of America. So now it's time to get back to work. We have a lot of work to do. We've lost three weeks. And uh, with Mike Johnson as our speaker, I'm ready to get back to work and do what we said we were going to do. When you say work, what's next? Like today, we all sat down, we watched the vote. It happened. You've got a Speaker of the House. Congratulations. Everybody high fives. But what's next? Yeah, I'm I'm marching down to the floor here. and, And as soon as I'm done with this interview to go and vote for a resolution to condemn Israel or to condemn Hamas for their attacks on Israel and to show support for Israel, our most cherished ally uh, in the entire world. So that's very important because there's been a lot of rhetoric on the left that's spoken out in favor of of Hamas and against Israel. And we need to condemn that type of rhetoric and show broad bipartisan and strong American support uh, for Israel and for also at the same time for sanctions on Iran, uh, the biggest funder of Hamas and Hezbollah, their terrorist proxy groups, is Iran. And the, the hundreds of billions of dollars in sanctions relief that the Biden administration has provided to Iran has gone directly to these terrorist groups that launched these attacks on Israel. So this is, some, this is the first thing that we're going to do on Speaker Mike Johnson's watch today. But then after that, we got to go back to work on the spending bills. We have a $2 trillion annual deficit, a $33 trillion national debt. And today we spend more on the interest of our national debt than we do on the entire budget for our Pentagon. That, that's shameful. And uh, we got to get back to work on that. Uh, we have, a, we have another, another government shutdown uh, on the horizon in just a few weeks. So we got to go back to work on cutting spending and passing a spending deal that's fiscally responsible for the country. And one thing that, that Mike Johnson committed to Republicans 
when he ran for Speaker of the House over the last few days is no more omnibus spending bill. There you so go. That's, that's a really important commitment that we're going to hold him to over these next few weeks and something that we need to get done immediately. It's just so funny that like the, these past three weeks, where did Mike come from? I mean, I, I know you kind of touched on it at the beginning of this segment, but but the Alston McCarthy, you, you got Scalise up there. No good. Uh, Jim Jordan up there. No, no, that's not going to work. We had, I know you didn't vote for Emmer yesterday, or, or you said you weren't going to vote for him yesterday. Did everybody just kind of look at each other and say, Mike, you're the guy. Is that, I mean, is that literally how it works? Uh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you kind of look around the room and like, who's the guy around here that we all like? I mean, there are lots of people that I don't like. Uh, lots of Republicans who fall way short of the conservative values that, that I'm willing to vote for to make the Speaker of the House. So um, Mike Johnson is just that guy. He's a guy that um, that everyone uh, can trust. And part of being Speaker of the House is working with all the committee chairmen and all of the members and bringing uh, trying to bring consensus because you know, I'm pretty far to the right in the House Republican Conference, but we have a lot of members who come from districts that are different than mine. So how can you get us all on the same page to do what we have to do to secure the border, cut wasteful spending, and hold Joe Biden and the most corrupt administration in American history accountable for what they've done to this country? And that's a tough job to wrangle a a very, very slim majority to pass bills to have the leverage to do what we have to do to save this country. So it's going to be a hard job for him. He knows that, but uh, he also is in a unique position to provide the leadership that's been missing, especially over the last few weeks, but I think maybe even longer, longer than that for the Republican Party. We're chatting with Representative Jim Banks here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Congressman, what do you think of Joe Biden trying to push forward this aid package for both Ukraine and Israel together, basically trying to tell everybody that both of these situations are the exact same and we have to fund both of these things. Yeah, it's a it's a non-starter for me. I think it is for most uh, Republicans in the majority too. two separate countries, two separate, uh, very different issues. I think it's really important that we show broad, bipartisan, strong support for Israel. So don't water it down with Ukraine and don't water it down with aid uh, to Gaza either that we know will go directly back to Hamas and the terrorist proxy groups. So uh, I'm I'm hopeful that uh, Speaker Johnson and uh, House Republican leadership will push back strongly against President Biden on that package or whatever comes from the Senate and uh, let them know that's a non-starter with the House Republican majority. At least I'm, that, that's what I'm going to fight for. So uh, that, that's, uh, that's, that's on the horizon very quickly. But remember at the same time, too, guys, that um, we have to put America first. America can't lead abroad when we're so weak at home. So we can't be the blank checkbook for other countries when we have a wide open border, we have high sky high interest rates that are affecting homeowners and inflation affecting every family in this country, a drug epidemic that's crippling families and devastating communities all over Indiana. We need to focus on those issues 
and put those issues first before we focus on the rest of the world. Last thing here before we let you go, we know you have to go hit a vote on the floor, but free speech is a powerful thing in this country. And, you know, Republicans, conservatives, us, we've gone after big tech for trying to suppress free speech. Is what's happening right now on some of these college campuses, these pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian rallies, uh, where they're chanting some pretty awful things, does that fall into the category of free speech, in your opinion? Well, if it's supported in any way by by taxpayers, which many of our public universities are funded, all of them are funded by by taxpayers. So, you know, I I've, I've been working on a, a resolution now. Now that we're back to work in the Congress, we should expel any non-citizen on college campuses who are speaking out in favor of Hamas's terrorist acts and violence against Israel. So we should just kick them out of our country. You shouldn't be allowed in the United States of America on a college campus as a non-citizen if you speak out in favor of violence against uh, the Jewish people or against the people of Israel. So that that's one place to start. That's not protected free speech, especially for non-citizens who aren't guaranteed those constitutional rights in this great country. He represents Indiana's third district, Representative Jim Banks. Congressman, thank you so much for your time. Have a good day. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.